You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. Hey, listeners. This podcast episode is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website, portfolio, and online store. If you want a free trial and 10% off, that is a free trial and 10% off, visit squarespace.com and enter offer code NOTHING at checkout. A better website starts, a better web starts with your website. And a better website starts with your website, frankly. We know nothing. 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 So give us a call. We'll give it our all. Because if there's one thing we know, it's how to pick up the phone. We know nothing, but we'll try. Hey. Welcome to We Know Nothing. I'm Nikki Glazer. I'm Phil Hanley. And I'm Anya Marina. The Hey, girl. Hi. How's it going? Great to be here. Hey, Phil. Hi, Nikki. How are you? Good. Good. We, we already recorded an episode. Let's not act like we did it. No. It's like we've all just been in, in a room together for an hour. So it's been a week since we've talked to you, but it's been mere minutes since we recorded the last yeah. thing you heard last week. Um. What did we want to talk? Oh, we wanted to talk about that article that we all oh, yeah. read. Yes. Um, about texting anxiety bubbles. Yeah. For, wait, first I just want to say how Phil like freaked out about oh, water yeah. glasses during the break. Terrifying. <laughs> okay. We were all so thirsty. So Phil's like, uh, can I get some uh, water? And uh, one of the guys who works here was like, oh, sure. And so he brought John. in three glasses. He doesn't work here anymore. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't John. And. Uh, he brought in three glasses and they were pretty filthy. Phil was like, it looks like a spittoon. <laughs> he was so mad. No, because I've got... I've Thank got, you, John. I've gotten water here before and they have these like weird glasses that I know from personal experience. They're difficult to wash. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I bet you that's a ton of comic mouths on that glass. And, yeah. then, I, and mm. then I took a little gander. Sure enough. It was filthy yeah, it, was it was really dirty. gross and yeah. phil was incensed <laughs> i've never seen such uh, uh another word i thought he was gonna punch me in the face and drag me out of an elevator no anya too sorry. soon sorry. no but you never know if somebody's an abuser or rageful i never know what to look i know for. i saw like a side <laughs> of phil that no. i have I've never witnessed that Morphe, before. That was me being uh, chivalrous. What if I looked huh. a little dirty one day? You look uh, like a spittoon. Go the, clean yourself up. No, I was I was more concerned for you guys. You guys I saw know, a side I don't, of Phil that I, I don't did even, not like. Oh, I now that you're putting it that way, I do like that. Yeah, I don't even hydrate. You know I don't hydrate. <laughs> and I look for you he guys. He talks to me like I'm his girlfriend. I looked. I, I, you know me, honey. I, I looked at those glasses and I'm like, this is not... This is not the level of hygiene that I want for you guys. That's oh, that's, that's me, sweet. though. But Except that's me. it was more like... Except that when <laughs> we you. were like, we'll have the glasses clean, he was like, I demand a bottle. <laughs> I still demand a bottle. John was like, I'll take care of those glasses. I'll get them so shiny. And you were like, I'd still like a bottle. I still want to pollute the earth. Uh, well, I'll I reuse have, this bottle. You will not. I will, that it, is a lie. I, Anya? Anya, <laughs> you know I reuse bottles. <laughs> oh, you guys, when is the sexual tension here On just that gonna come note, to a head? I have an email that I forwarded you. <laughs> yeah, that was sent to me from one of our listeners via my website, where you can contact me. Uh, Please don't if you have <laughs> something mean to say, because that's happened a few times and I don't can. like it. So I got this email from um, Mike G. 
Uh, the subject was We Know Nothing. And he said, how many seasons are you going to drag out the sexual tension between Anya and Phil? More than Moonlighting, but less than Cheers? <coughs> Mike G. <laughs> oh, I know Mike G. I know exactly. Mike G uh, is a... The, the guy who owns the place Foam, which is a, a coffee house comedy club type thing in St. Louis. Oh, thanks, Mike G. That made me watch a, a great episode of all the highlights of Moonlighting at two in the morning. And you're right. Tons of sexual chemistry between Sybil Shepard and Bruce Willis. I've never sensed it between you two, but... Between me and Phil? Uh-uh. It's there. It is palpable. Yeah. You guys can't even look at each other now. Is it awkward? Oh, I can look at him. Yeah. She can look at me. <laughs> Phil, how long are we going to drag it out? I, I don't know. Is your new girlfriend threatened by me? Uh, it's not officially a girlfriend. Um, well, but now she your is. mellow friend. My mellow friend. Uh, no, but she she does. I've never. She does get a little bit jealous about things. Yeah. Yeah. Like what? I'm happy to meet her. Um, <laughs> she, it just things have come up where she was like jealous. Like she was like asking me a bunch of questions of what happens when you're on the road and, and stuff oh like right that. Yeah. yeah, that's that can. I can't believe she doesn't know you like I know you. Like I know well, that you're she, does she listen to your Does she know that you have a will. podcast? Uh, she does not have a podcast. She is listening right now, guaranteed. Really? Hello, Mello. <laughs> you know I'm talking about you. How's it going? You're just sitting there listening. You're probably, your heart's fluttering a little bit because you know I'm addressing you. <laughs> oh my God. Um, this is so scary. <laughs> you're getting scared for her. Um, but uh, you have nothing to worry about. Yeah, There's nothing, nothing between all. Onion Phil that I can that no. I've ever sensed. I've I I was almost uh, offended by that email. Oh like, really? If you think there's something going on between them, like why not me? Yeah, Maybe why you not were Anya and Nikki? Yeah, yeah Nick, exactly. there's something between us. Yeah, I've seen you nude. Good. By the way, yeah, you've seen me very nude. I sent I sent Anya <laughs> one of my. Um, <laughs> By the way, I sent Anya one of. We were talking about the Jennifer Lawrence thing. We were like texting about it when I was out of town, and I was like. Can I send you one of my sex? Because I was like, I'm I really just don't understand, Nikki. Like, how? What? Do people really like taking nude selfies, or is everyone just lying about it? Because I've never taken one. I don't like it. The thought of it gives me so much anxiety. And she was like, Honestly, it's one of my favorite things. Can I send you one? And I was like, Yes. Yeah. And then she did, and it was like, Oh, I completely get it now. Yeah. First what of all, was in the photo. It. <laughs> <laughs> It was. I can always tell when you're super aroused. <laughs> so you <laughs> know me. Your speech slows down. <laughs> what like, was uh, in the photo? No, <laughs> I don't need to see the photo. But like, was it like? I mean, I'll see it if you have it. <laughs> I mean, I think for professional reasons. No, is it? It was done very artistically because I I fancy myself a pretty good photographer, uh-huh. like an amateur Incredible. photographer. And um, I saw there, I, in my bedroom, in my uh, hotel room, there was this huge window. Mm-hmm. And it was like 6 o'clock. <laughs> Phil's like, the homes are so <laughs> funny. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so there's this huge window. And it was uh, like the sun was setting. And the sun was just like coming in. So I was like, oh, it's a really good sunlight in the back. And so I set up like a tripod with my, I have like a timer app on my phone that gives me a timer so you I can take pictures. travel with an, a tripod? Wow. No, no, no. I, there, I set up a tripod which consisted of a stool, okay. a chair, a, sh- a tennis shoe to hold my phone and Ooh. like a book and like all this stuff. And so I got the right, and then I put the timer on and I just like posed in front of the window. And so it was like, 
you couldn't tell how pale I am, which is always a problem in pictures. Like just you looked like, so tan. Yeah, exactly. Because there, it was the backlighting. Yeah, made it look dark, and I my leg was in a way, so my vagina's not even showing. It's just like tits and like a good pose, and it was like one of the best pictures I've ever taken of yeah, myself it was ever. Great. It, it was pretty impressive. And it was not what you'd think, which is like was super graphic. It was like an artistic shot of yeah. a silhouette of a female nude body. And I was like, oh, okay, I get it. First of all, if you look like Nikki Glaser and you are as good of a photographer as Nikki Glaser, then I would also enjoy And, and I had a self-timer. skills. I'm just kidding. Did you fo- no, you did I not did Photoshop it. that at all. Then I would love taking nude selfies, but no, I, I don't I, I, have the time or talent. You could pose like I did in that. It was all... It was all putting your one hand behind your head. I don't know. I just don't. You know what? The bottom line is I'm not even going to argue that I would, whether I would enjoy that or not, or like whether it would look good or not, because mm-hmm. that is a conversation that I can't ever get any peace with. But um, And it doesn't make any sense. But I, I just don't. I've never had the time or inclination to do that thing, but I totally appreciate it. That's the way I feel about masturbating, honestly. Really? I just have never been alone and been like, I really want to just like. Maybe your masturbation is taking selfies and mine is actual masturbation. Um, Phil, are you awake yet? Um, yeah. Are you kidding me? Um, yeah. Do you ever, Anya? Do you get the urge to just jerk off? Yes. Oh my god, it's a it's a part of my life. Just like yeah, it's like that's like saying. When was last time you you ever go to the bathroom? I don't do that either. So I, I don't know. I do it about. regularly. I do it regularly, like every few days, probably. Wow. Um, I enjoy. It's really exciting to receive uh, those photographs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're not going to send them to you. You don't get your boyfriend, boyfriend does not send them. Me. Yeah. See, because no. uh, I was uh, seeing someone, and she would send them to me, and then she, I never sent her any. No, I don't really need to see that. I, I mean, want to see them. I would like if he did, mm-hmm. um, but it'd be more for like collateral, you know, yeah. like, but I trust him, so I don't care and I don't need to see it. It's just not his style to do that. And it's my style. Like I'm more of like an exhibitionist than he is. But it, yes. And also, do you, do you, yeah, I mean, do would you get turned on by just like a picture of his dick? One time we we had like Skype sex and it was really a turn on to like oh, really? see him, him naked on a screen. Okay. Yeah. So I think I would be, but- what I was gonna say before, what were you just talking about? Oh, masturbation. I just wanna talk about this a little bit more. I, I, one could argue I'm having sex now, so maybe I don't need to masturbate, but even when I wasn't having sex for like a year and a half, I just never felt the urge to do it. Did you feel horny though? No, never. Oh, really? Really never, because then I would do it. Uh huh. There was never a time where I was just like, I want it. The only time I want sex is if I'm attracted to someone. You're having sex. So when I'm having sex, I'm not masturbating. That's what, you weren't listening to me because you were reading your Sorry. phone. But I said, I even when I don't have <laughs> sex, which was a year and a half. Yeah. One full year and a half? Yeah. Wow. Before that, it was even longer. And I didn't want it. I didn't. I was never inclined to do it. I understand that. What? I wish I don't think I there's did. anything wrong with you if you don't like it. Like you, at least you've done it a little but more now than I before. I can't really believe that I'm actually horny when I have sex. Then, if mm. I don't get horny without with, by myself, I don't think that's true. That's like, it's look at it this way: it's just a way to relieve anxiety. 
So you might have other modes of relieving anxiety, i.e. exercise, comedy. I mean, you do something on a nightly basis that relieves so much anxiety and is such a major, major, like, it's like an athletic, yeah, it's a release. So I could see why you wouldn't necessarily need that in your sexual life. uh, Other comedians all jerk off. You all look at right? your your, yeah, your peer they, group. They're mostly guys. They talk guys. about it a lot too. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe you're just I just wish that I that way. was good at. I wish I could do it. I really. But you don't. have your new thing. Your I know, Hitachi but I don't thing. wouldn't. I it, unless it would never strike me to use that unless really? I was with my boyfriend. Oh, okay. And he's like, we got to get to a point where you can do that on your own. And I'm like, I just don't. I have no interest in that. A lot of the times you talk about sex, like. The motivation, this might be getting too deep, but just stop me if I am. Yeah. But like the motivation for it is because it's like this, it's a way that you feel desired. Yeah. I've heard you talk about that. Yeah. So I could see why masturbation would be sort of pointless to you. Yeah, like, because I, I have a lot of self-loathing. So it's hard for me to be like into myself right. and like be alone with myself and like turn myself on. That feels stupid to me. Mm-hmm. But wouldn't it, doesn't it help you like sleep or if you're on the road and you're just like, I just gonna. Honestly, I've never, ma- I've never masturbated to completion. Oh, really? Ever. I don't like honestly ever. I don't think. I started really young. Like that's one of my earliest memories. <laughs> I remember my dad catching me. And uh, I remember what? knowing that it was he like, it- I have pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to an old episode to get that joke. I couldn't get that out fast enough. I thought that I couldn't get that. I was like, what did he have? <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I, I was in bed with my parents, like watching TV or something. And I was five and I was like doing something. I didn't know what it was. And then I remember my dad was like, what you doing? I think I was five or six. He's like, what you doing over there? You know, and wow, uh, you remember it clearly. Yeah, because I remember something in the tone of his voice, and I was like, nothing. And I just knew something might have been wrong. And then he, I remember he, um, he goes, nothing, huh? And I go, yeah, I'm scratching my knee. And then I started doing it again later because he goes, what you doing over there again? Are you scratching your knee? And I go, yeah. And he goes, you are? And I go, yeah. And then he, he took the covers and like pulled them back and I quickly put my hand on my knee and was scratching and he goes, okay. And I remember them laughing like, okay. And then he said something like, he shouldn't have pulled the covers off. You can off do you. that. You can do that by yourself or something. Right. Like, you know? Um, and then I was like, okay, whatever I'm doing is supposed to be private. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really early memory. Wow. The only time I touched myself was like if I had to pee and like hold my pee. Mm. You know, like little girls, like when they have to pee, they'll just like hold it. Mm-hmm. Like that's the only time. God, I remember like I could not wait to get home after school. I mean, not like I couldn't wait, but it was like I'd come home, I'd watch my TV shows, I'd have a snack, and I, I would I would masturbate. And wow. it was like such a thing for a while when I was 10. And I think I just had so much like energy, like this teenager energy or whatever I would must you have been, come like, when you were 10 no i don't think so but i like you would just play with yourself it, i remember the day that it did work like all the way and i was i think i was 14 and it was like my mind was blown wow. Phil, i'm sure you can relate to this because guys actually have a yeah. physical piece of evidence that shows that yeah they're done. Uh-huh. i've heard guys talk about that like when i just read in my book a guy was talking about the first time he masturbated and how it was like it just changed physics like it was like it was like this 
he didn't even understand like his existence anymore. Like he was just like the world is a different place now after experience that that much ecstasy. Yeah, I kind of felt that it. way too. Like, oh my god, I can actually like it actually. I knew, I felt like I was a woman or something. Like I went from being a girl that was just doing something, just f- like kind of mindless and sort of like a a little fun, to something that actually had this end. And it was like, oh my god, I feel so much. I felt like, why would you ever have sex if you could just do this? It's just like sex. <laughs> right. I remember starting to have sex and where it like got like proper or whatever. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden I could, re- I like it, it made sense what everyone had been talking about all along. Like yes. you, I'd heard so many conversations or like I had older friends or whatever that'd be talking and I'd just be like nodding my head like, oh yeah, right. I know how that works. <laughs> and then you had no idea. And then when you start having sex and it's good. You're like, oh shit, okay, I know what all those references have been to, like in movies and in TV and yeah. all that shit. Yeah, it definitely made me much more comfortable when I started actually having sex with people. Yeah, because you know what you <clears throat> like and what, and I had no idea. Yeah, I, th- I didn't feel ever like it was like, oh, I'm so into myself at all. It was more like a way for me to check out yeah. and like fantasize. And now that there aren't that many ways to check out, I remember That's once cool. I like, you know, I remember in the playground, like straddling mm-hmm. a bar, like, mm-hmm. and being like, whoa, 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 that feels great. And then one time I remember I like sat on this, like, I was waiting for my mom to pick me up at my friend Kirsten's house. And she had like, you know, like the railing around her uh, front porch. At the end, there was like these little pegs that like stuck up, mm-hmm. right? And I like put one up my ass, kind of like, uh, just through my jeans and I was like that felt great but it was like up my butt yeah. and I was like felt really perverted at how much that felt good Yeah. and I remember just being like probably in 6th or 7th grade and being like I'm disgusted like what the fuck is wrong with Aww. me but that just turned me on and so I think for a while I was like re- I just remember having so much shame about that and like uh, but yeah I knew from a young age I would be into the the anal there you go that's the moral <laughs> of that story wait the root Oh, the anal sex fetish. Yeah. Um, that's sweet, Nikki. Thank you so much. I just love sharing. <laughs> <laughs> I like See, that. even now I'm still ashamed of no. that. I love I love that because it's we're all sexual beings and it would be weirder to me if somebody said they never ever had experienced any kind of like good feel or like erogenous zone. It'd be like it'd be sad. <clears throat> yeah. No. So yeah, I wasn't getting much on my vagina, but my asshole was just that. That was the place. For that you. was it. That was the <laughs> the boingo hot spot. What about <laughs> well put? What about like? Have you ever heard of this? There's this phenomenon of girls that would hang on stuff, and they could make themselves have orgasms. Like there were all these girls in my a handful of girls in my seventh grade class, and they would like hang on their desks. Like I'm gonna do it now. Like like this. Please. So like suspending themselves, okay, like that. Sh- on just like, yeah. like pulling s- herself up, like lifting like her your butt, butt up is not touching anything with it's just all- with their hands. But, yeah, but they would do. I can't do it on this table because it would fall over. But they would like put both their elbows on a table uh-huh. and then suspend their entire body, almost like doing a like a pull up or a push up. But you're just balancing on a table, Why? and that would and make they them- would have orgasms. What? That, that yes. sounds like really. It's a rare thing. It's like ASMR. Like it probably like two percent of the population can do that but i know a very good friend that wow has that. yeah and so she, her feet aren't on the ground 
right? It's just the buildup of energy and, and it causes an orgasm. But this is the same person who will be like, you know, and then I was making out with somebody and we were we were dry humping and I had an orgasm. I'm like, you had an orgasm dry humping? That's wow. Like, wow. So, or just kissing. So, I don't know. She's that would be lucky. a curse if a guy had that. If he was yeah, just like, he'd just be having orgasms all the time. Yeah, and then, yeah. <laughs> I'm good, baby. He'd like walk away. How did we get off on this topic? Well, you remember, like, God. He's a pun. Uh, you always hear about, like, if girls get their clits pierced, like, they'll be walking upstairs and, like, come. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, that. That always struck me as such a bad idea. Yeah, you would c- become kind of desensitized, I would well, think. That, and you're getting, like, I've met body pierces before, and You'd I'm like. You see some stairs, and you just be like, oh my God. <laughs> like, you just get wet looking at some. Yeah. No, no, the, the idea. Great Wall of China. <laughs> the idea, like, if someone was going to, like, pierce. The- an area of my body that was that important I would want him like I would be like oh, okay so you went to like college you went to college for this for like 15 years <laughs> yeah. yeah meanwhile it's just a guy that bought a pair of black latex gloves and he, right. they're letting them like if you think you if you fuck that up there'd be some major uh, yeah ramifications yeah major damage well people make decisions like that all the time that I don't understand permanent decisions like a neck tattoo a face tattoo yeah at least with an earring in your dick you can get it taken out uh, did I ever tell you the story? When I lived in England, I, I uh, bartended in a, in a gay bar when I first got there. And there was one other straight dude that hung out in the bar. And uh, he had um, his, his dick pierced uh, 23 times. Wow. And it wasn't even, it's not like he That's was like. That's how big it was? It took no, it was, <laughs> that it, many times to get through? There was just a lot of. Uh, Chopping a tree. <laughs> it was crazy. Like down, like the under, the under belly uh-huh. of, of his, it was just all rings. rings. Yeah, God, it was crazy. And then one through the end. Jackpot. Wow. That's what girls He's think a, when they see that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that insane? Yes. How would that, I, I wouldn't think that that would feel good. And I feel like it would get snag on my Nuva ring and yank it out. <laughs> <laughs> you got that? No. Okay. UTI, uh, baby. UTI. UTI? No, that's not what you have. Isn't it IUD? Oh, that's a that's IUD. A, <laughs> IUD. I have a UTI, too. <laughs> from my IUD. UTI. I always say that on stage. I know what a fucking UTI is. It's just... Acronyms, guys. I know. Acronyms. Oh no, that's <laughs> acronyms are different than uh, acronyms are when the the initials spell out something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like AIDS is an acronym, but IUD uh, is IUD no. is not an acronym because really? it's I. You say IUD. You don't say IUD. If it was IUD, then it would be an acronym. No, but it's initials. Yes, it is. An it's, acronym is IUD. No, an acronym is when it spells a word like uh, uh, scuba. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or AIDS or uh but it, HIV is an initialism or something like it, it's a different word. I swear to god. Acronym. So you're telling like snafu is situation abbreviation now all fucked up. Yeah. Abbreviation is when you <clears throat> like say the letters and then an acronym is when it actually spells a word. You say the word. So WTF is, is an abbreviation. Well, and that's if we were saying WTF, then it would be an acronym, but we don't say WTF. Oh, really? WF is an abbreviation, not an acronym? WTF is an abbreviation, not an acronym. I thought an abbreviation was just a shortened word, like cannot. Or initialisms is what it's called, an initialism. Okay. An acronym is like 
Yeah, like when it spells a word. Does that make sense to everyone? It's it, Stuff like that is so complicated for me to wrap oh, my head right. around. Oh, right, I'm sorry. But uh, yeah, it kind of, I, I, yeah. I, I just, it's one of those, I don't even, like, I just, I'm like, yeah, you're never going to understand that. But so I just, WTF does spell a word. What? No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. No, 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 like the WTF itself doesn't oh. make a word. Yeah. You just say WTF. But if you said Wutfa, then it would be, but no one says Wutfa. Oh, okay. Oh, like wow, it? Nikki's Scuba. a good teacher, yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah, like Scuba, snafu. Like Scuba. Yeah, I'm going to quit comedy and just teach people this. What does snafu mean? Situation now all fucked up. No, that is not true. Situation normal all fucked up. Absolutely not true. That is probably... that No, someone made that up to... No, it's a military term. Situation now all fucked up. I'll look it up. Yeah. I just... Oh, it is. Situation normal all fucked up. Oh my God, I can't believe I doubted you. I'm so sorry, Thank you. but that is insane. Situation normal, the, uh-huh. a situation that is normally normal, now it's fucked up. Correct. Is that what it means? Yeah. Snafu? So that is a, an acronym? That is an acronym because okay. you say snafu. Oh. Do you got it, guys? I got uh, it. The listener's like, we get it. Yeah, Move the fuck <laughs> on. Hey, I just want to quickly say, uh, I did, gave a shout out uh, last episode to uh, Tom Brady, my opener, and he has a podcast called Girls' Night with Tom Brady that you should check out. That's all I want to say. Also, while I'm at it, why don't we talk about Squarespace? Oh, you know him. You love him. Squarespace is, uh, this episode is brought to you by Squarespace. It's the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own personal website. Uh, you can do a portfolio, an online store. It's very professional looking. It's be- they're beautiful. They're so crisp and They look artistic. really good. Yeah, they look great. And so for a free trial and 10% off, visit squarespace.com and enter the offer code NOTHING at checkout. Support our podcast and try a Squarespace for a free trial and 10% off, code NOTHING. The websites look amazing you wouldn't guess that anyone did it themselves i'm gonna do them they're simple and easy phil will you fucking do one i will and i'm so if i can do it success i'm so computer illiterate if i can do it then yeah you didn't even need to say the word computer in that they have a beautiful design (laughs) drag and drop content 24 7 support through live chat and email that's amazing you don't even have to get on the phone with anyone in fact they don't even have a phone number to call is what it says here mickey makes the best dyslexic Dyslexic digs. Dyslexic (laughs) jokes. No one else really nails it. Well, you know, no one else has the balls to nail it. Is the problem? Like, people do find me intimidating. No, people just worry that you're insecure about it, but I don't think you you should be. So I don't. I'm talking. Yeah. No, no. I think that people get worried that they might offend someone. But like, I make fun of you for it because I know it's not something you should be ashamed about. If someone else did it, would it bother you? Uh, no, not at all. I'm no, not at all. Yeah, he has no shame about it. But I think that people think that maybe you should have shame about it. Oh, really? No, I don't. uh, No, I think it's funny. Yeah, it's hilarious. Can I just finish up? Are you just still doing Squarespace? Um, this isn't about. Do you want me to? Uh, so yeah, support Squarespace. Now back to the podcast. Just a quick note: the good news about acronyms is you are right. That it is a word formed from the initial letters of words, which also pre- are pronounced as a full word. For mm-hmm. example, OPEC or something like that. But it is also a set of initials representing a name, organization, or the like, with each letter pronounced separately as initialism. So like FBI, WTF, also an acronym. 
Really? Yeah. Says like initialism, and then it gives the example FBI for Federal Bureau of Investigation. That so is also initialism is a type of acronym. Yes. Fuck everything. Why? I think this is great news for all of us. I kind of, I kind of understand it, and I would. I don't think that's true. It's a dictionary. It's. I believe. I Anya. give up. I'm on Anya's side. <laughs> Yeah, you would be the sexual <laughs> tension in here. Come on, you guys. Why can't you just? Ex- it's not. A, it's it's okay. I think we got to give into it. It's both things. Yeah. Oh, this is a snafu. If I've heard, <laughs> heard of one. Uh, um. Okay, let's do a call. What about that link? We've all been teasing forever. What link? It, the, the bubble texting anxiety. The link that I read oh, was no, no, about no, no, no. A, the porn oh, business. Never mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's right. He's okay. right. I sent a different link to you, Anya, but I was like, maybe we'll talk about it. But okay. it wasn't, I don't, I think it, this is a better one. One of our listeners, uh, uh, Richard, um, sent, it loves our podcast, sends me um, articles to read, and he sent a really interesting one. From the New York Times. Yes. Was it the Times? No, yeah, it was the Times, yeah. Yeah, it was the Times about uh, a porn star who uh, gave up her life in porn so that her husband, also a porn star, uh, could be the sole breadwinner. Oh, oh yeah. No, she also does sex toys and has a website. She does girl on girl now, I guess. Yeah, she does girl on girl and I think solo and with him. And with him, yeah. Uh, but given has given up her... Um, porn career in terms of working with other men um, and he's allowed to fuck other women and mm-hmm. they have a baby together and uh, what are your thoughts about this you guys and and her name is what was her name Caden I, I Caden uh, I think Caden Cross is the name and uh, let me just pull it up so we're not just totally idiots I thought it was interesting um, and and I couldn't really relate to it obviously because I don't I just didn't have a big reference point for that, but I thought it was Caden Cross. Sounds like they make it work. What's the? Have you seen what the dude looks like? I googled her. Yeah. What's the guy look like? He looks like a um, UFC fighter. Oh, really? He's like giant, and he looks like a a boxer, like a giant Russian boxer. Oh, okay. Like the guy who dates uh, Hayden Panettiere or used to, like Vladimir or whatever. He looks yeah. like huge, but he's French, and. Um, yeah, and I, w- I actually watched the first video where they met because they fucked before they started dating. Yeah, yeah. It was like oh, the first wow. time they met was like on set. Did you read it? Yeah. Yeah. And so... Um, I didn't yeah, watch I, the video. Oh, though. the video is like... It, How did you, you find it? You just, you just type in Caden, Caden Cross and then his Manuel. name. And it's like their first oh, really? film together. Oh, okay. And it's, um, it's pretty good. And uh, I don't know. I I felt kind of sad. I felt like I felt like she didn't want to give it up. Like I felt kind of like well, you get to fuck other girls, but yeah. he, he, she doesn't get to fuck other guys. Like why? Well, because f- the part that I got was it wasn't just that she was like banging other dudes, but it was like she felt really empowered and based on because her mom had like financial problems her whole life, and she was like super stoked that she was like huge. Yes. I, I'm surprised that, like, I'd never heard of her, but it said that she had, like, some crazy contract. So she had to get out of the contract yeah. and lose all that dough to be with the dude. Like a really rare contract. Yeah, with, oh. for, like, tons of money. And then, but he's, so she's allowed to do girl on girl, and then he's, a, but, but he can do whatever he wants. He can have sex with whoever he wants. Yeah. And, Although I gave up my lucrative contract, I continue to perform on occasion, though only with Emmanuel 
or with other women. I still make a good living in the business along with my appearances and products. Yes, it's a double standard that Manuel gets to perform with other women while I don't with other men, just as it's a double standard that he still works full time when I have to cut back. Uh, when I've cut back, but I am the mother of an infant daughter and caring for her is my priority right now, just as providing for us as best he can is Manuel's priority. In the end, our calculation isn't so different from the choice millions of other working couples face these days. Yeah, but I bet you she made so much more money than him. So it doesn't, that doesn't really make sense. And I could see if they're both like, we're a couple now and there is, you know, there's like STDs and like HF, there's like health concerns to be in the porn business. We should both stop. But they're both being exposed to that if, she, if he is still active in the oh, porn right. industry. So I think it's kind of funky. We're back to that conversation. Well, just no, but like I could see, I could see there's reasons to stop making porn. But yeah, for I was him a to little be like, bit sad for her. Yeah. But have you, it made me think about the movie you recommended, Nick, Women Aren't Funny by your friend Bonnie McFarlane, mm-hmm. which I really enjoyed. And there's this one clip interview with this comedian who is has a newborn kid and she was a former comic and she's like you know she's like breastfeeding her kid during the interview she's like former comic or still maybe still but she sort of sounded temporarily retired i can't remember the woman's name Lori kilmartin maybe she was like you know this is what i'm doing right now i'm not doing comedy like i'm right being the mother of this kid and um i don't know i'm like she's i'm paraphrasing but she was like i'm not really interested in like getting up on stage right now and that article kind of made me think about that. Like, she's your priority shift. Yeah, she's just you know, it's not. I didn't feel so much sad for her as like that. Just you know, she's enjoying being a mom, and she realizes there's sacrifice. Her husband's doing this thing. Yeah, yeah she chose is, that life instead of the other. Right. But this is different because she was a proud businesswoman, and then she had the kid, and it, and he, the husband, was like, "I don't want you having sex with that," which is. Fair. But I think she agreed to it. She could have been her own woman and said, no, I don't agree to it. So she... I guess, yeah. Agreed to it. I liked this part of the article. She talks about him sleeping with other women. She goes, I'm human though, and I admit I size up the women in the makeup chair. Is she sexier than I am? Smarter? Better in bed? No woman can be everything. For example, she can't be the next woman. I don't know what she meant by that. But I like this part. But here's the thing. If we lose our lover's attention to someone else, it doesn't matter if the erosion happens on a porn shoot with a secretary at the office or between two academics attending a conference. My sizing up of a woman will have zero effect on whether my relationship unravels when I'm not looking. There's simply no way to know. The only safeguard for any of us is how we maintain our love along the way and the care we take in choosing a partner in the first place. So that's what I always think about open relationships that I heard from my friend Mike Kaplan, who is a big proponent of open relationships, is that if your person is going to fall in love with someone else, they're going to... F- you can't stop that whether they're in an open relationship or, like, keeping them away from other women isn't... Why are you... If he's meant to be with another woman, go let him be with another woman. Why would you want to prevent that right. if, if they're better suited for each other? Uh, yeah, I think on paper. I don't think anyone's mature enough to actually feel that way if the person they were in love with has left them to if have sex with my boyfriend came to me and said i have feelings for another woman and i want to be with like i want to be with her i would be like i i don't want you to be with me now like that would feel weird yeah knowing that you want to be with someone else so i would probably let him go it would hurt i'm not saying it wouldn't hurt but like i wouldn't want someone to stay with me against their will if they have feelings for someone else Okay, yeah, I guess I wouldn't want that either. But I mean, an open relationship, I, the downside of an open relationship is it's one thing to You're meet someone to more. and be 
to be to be like attracted to someone and nothing go down but if you're actually having sex with someone i mean that's a big connection yeah right yeah but i think that either way like if at least an open relationship there's communication and you're being honest with each, your yeah. partner about who you're with uh-huh. whereas if you have a crush on someone you're being very you're being dishonest because you're thinking about that person yeah it's there's a dishonesty going on in your relationship whereas john get in get in here producer john come in i just i just want to hey guys um hey, hey i think um i think that uh, wait who asked you <laughs> <I'm just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the open relationship thing is something um where you, Mike Kappel makes a really good point about that. Yeah, my levels You're really, really loud. Yeah, okay, you could move away bit. from you it a little bit. No, I like to be <laughs> really close. Just, I'll just, I'll just back, talk like out the room. There you go. Okay. <laughs> but I think though, like the reality of like how you build up what an experience with another person is going to be like in your head is oftentimes very different than exactly. what it actually is. Yeah. Yes. So, so by obsessing over it all the time, you have this crush on this person, and you can't do anything about it. You create like this. It's a it's a grass fantasy. is greener thing exactly. But by actually experiencing it, a lot of the times you're like, okay, that was it. Maybe it was great or whatever. But like most of the time, it's actually different than what you ever thought. And then you also realize that this other person is like so much better for you. And it's just about sex. And if it isn't, then go be with that person. But I think oftentimes, open relationships. I think there was some statistic I read that they last, or no, it was from um, the guy who wrote Sex at Dawn. I did like a panel with him. And he was talking about how open relationships tend to last longer because there's an open communication. Whereas monogamous relationships, you're both harboring all these like, you know, crushes you might get at a girl on a girl at work or something like uh-huh. you're not honest with each other. But in an open relationship, you go, hey, I have a crush on this person. You talk it through and the the point is that you're gonna be attracted to other people. Yeah. In one case, you're honest about it and you're open about it. Another one, you're right. Like not being able to act on something and not being able to talk about it and be open about it, you build up this like crush and we've all had crushes and built them up in our heads and then we get we get to be around the person. You're like, oh no! Like, can you imagine if you dumped your lover for like a person that you've built up and then you get with them and you're like oh no fuck what did i do i had a weird instant where that happened the other night uh, i was walking home we we're walking home from shows i was with uh sam morell another uh a comedian and we're standing on the street corner it's like three o'clock in the morning and these two girls approach us and they're like hey what are you guys doing and uh, they're like, come, come for drinks with us or whatever. And and we were just like, uh, oh, actually, Sam said something quite repulsive. But uh, we, we we were like, was he drunk? Uh, we we each had no, we each had one drink. What did he say? Uh, no. <laughs> okay, I'll take it. I'll ask him if he's cool with that. No, we were we. So anyway, so they come up for some reason. Sam immediately said to the girls, "Are you both straight?" Which I'm like, I didn't even. And the one girl, the one girl wasn't. The one girl was. Uh, wasn't straight but the other girl was and she was really hot and they were like come for a drink with us levels fill levels oh oh, am i talking about yeah um she was like she she, she was really attractive and she's like come for a drink with us and then the 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 um, lesbian woman kept walking she wasn't really interested Mm -hmm. in but the other one kind of was like walking slow she's like i'm really liking this vibe that we have or whatever 
and uh and we sam was like oh sam was like hey so she she walked she, she was saying that to you or sam uh she was saying that to both of us but okay. she she was come on um and so uh, sam. me and uh no she was just kind of saying that to both of us because <laughs> yeah. we were just kind of joking being smart asses yeah. or whatever so they 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 walked away and then sam immediately asked me if i would have a threesome with him and and the girl and i, I have no interest in being in a room with sam when he's naked but yeah uh so then so then she left but then walking home i'm sure if we went for a drink with them it would be about like 10 minutes and i'd be like oh my god this is the most annoying thing i've ever like it's like three in the morning i want to go home and get up tomorrow but because they didn't it was in the back of my head i got home and i couldn't help but think like oh wow man that girl was actually really attractive like what What would have happened yeah if you know if i wasn't cursed with being you built it up (laughs) you build it up yeah yeah absolutely yeah so and i've thought about it a few because it's right it was like a block from my place and uh, I thought about it, like, each time I've passed that, it's been, it was like two days ago, that girl keeps crossing my mind. Whereas I guarantee if I had a went, I would have been there for about like 10 minutes and been like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? Why am I, uh, you know what I mean? And would have just gone. I think that's left. why people cheat so much as the fantasy is so much better than the reality. Yeah. 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 And I think it happens with sex all the time too. You'll go, you'll have someone that you're like really attracted to or whatever. You hook up with them. Yeah. And so rarely are you like, oh my God, that was awesome. Like that was so great. I can't, so often it's, you're like, yeah, that was, that was okay. But it just makes you more like when I was so heartbroken a few months ago, everyone's like, just go out and get laid. And I knew if I did or when I was someone generally, I'd be like, oh, that wasn't anything compared to like what I had with my ex. Like yeah, it just makes you feel yeah. worse. And you're like, I'm like a year and a half away from meeting someone that I, you know, we talk and stuff like that and it's great. But then also there's this like crazy like sexual chemistry or whatever. So that's why I always think it's like bad advice when you're like, just go out and bang someone. I'm like, there's like one in like 50 chances that yeah. it's going to be amazing. Totally true. So, I mean, so what's the answer? So, like, it, it, is an open relationship, like, the answer, do you think? Because like, I, w- I was actually talking to my best friend about this yesterday, and he was, like, monogamy. Because his girlfriend recently was like, would you ever consider getting married? And he was like, no, never. Yeah. Marriage is, like, you know, just it, it's just unnatural, whatever. Some people think that, but marriage works for some people really well. So is, like, an open relationship the answer for a guy like that or a person like that who feels like monogamy is just going to, like, eat them up inside? I think just not getting married is good enough. You think so? I think marriage, like, that title just ruins things sometimes. Like, it just feels like a a trap and people freak out and it just kills. And not all the time, but I think that it would scare me a lot. It would make me feel, like, trapped. Whereas now I feel like oh, I could do whatever when I really don't want to or can't. But I don't want to get married. But my ex girlfriend talked about it, and I was like, I would do it for if I'm in love with someone and if it meant a lot to them, I would do it. But then she would start talking about like the day, and I was like, Oh God, that sounds like the biggest pain in the ass. Like that was the part that I didn't. She's like, We'll have a party here, and then we'll have it. I'm like, Oh God. Oh my God. That's like the worst. But the actual, if I was with, like, I don't, I'm not like opposed to marriage, but if someone was like this, you know, it's my whole life, I've dreamt about being married, blah, 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 then I I would do it for that. But the the actual day sounds like hell. Yeah. Yeah. Would you guys ever like consider like being in an open relationship? Yeah. I've talked about it before. Like open in the sense that like there are rules. What are the rules? Just sex. No exchanging numbers. Do you no ever find talking. out about it? Yeah. Oh, so they have I to would, tell you as well. My thing, if I did it, would be like I have to like vet the girl and like maybe watch. 
be present for it. I'd be cool with opening my end of the relationship. <laughs> exactly. And I don't think that I would get to open my end. Like, I think it would ju- it would be like this thing that we're talking about, which is like a, a double standard. But like, he wouldn't be as comfortable with me sleeping with a guy as I would be with him sleeping with a girl. Like, it's just we're two different people who have different feelings about the thing. And I'm fine with that. Wow. <laughs> no, that's not okay with me. Really? Yeah, no, but that I'm a different beast. I right, guess. exactly. We're yeah. different people. Like I would be turned on yes. by the fact that my boyfriend would sleep with someone else. Right. Possibly. I'm yeah. not sure of that. And you don't want to have would you want to have the op- the the um ability to sleep yeah. with other people? Yeah. N- uh no because it would upset him so much. What if you were with a partner that was that was into it? Uh then maybe, but I'm not. Yeah, okay, got it. So I would want to like respect what he wants and like I if I don't want him to sleep with a girl, he's not going to. You know, like yeah. it comes down to if I want it. It's up to me. I think the healthy thing is that then open relationship is what I think Nikki's saying is that it's just all based on honesty and like a conversation that's always yeah. happening. And I think relationships change over time. So maybe the key is just as long as this relationship is anchored in honesty, that we can like move through life together, checking in around it all the time. Like I, I love listening to other podcasts about this topic too. And the thing I hear come up over and over again is like just airing your your thoughts and your whatever might be quote unquote shameful or scary is such a release in itself. Then a lot of times that nips in the bud, whatever um, like desires you have to act out. And sometimes just being like, God, I have the hugest crush on this girl at work or this guy at work or whatever. And having your partner hear that and be like, Oh yeah, that's awesome. Let's take that into our sex life. Exactly. It is like the solution. It frees the fantasy. And so it, it kind of sets it more, uh, not so much in reality that you're sleeping with a person, but you like can talk about it like realistically. Yeah. As opposed to just like talking to your friends about it or like in your mind fantasizing about it, then of course it's going to get built up and just be a poison for your relationship. I yeah. Think. I'm not that daunted by the idea of being in like a, like a monogamous relationship or being with like, going like I'm just going to be with this person for the rest of my life. People always say, Bull oh shit. I'm, Every girl that you've dated has lived halfway across the country. Oh, I'm, I'm not saying there's no So of course issue, you're not. But with like with what I said, if I was with, I'm, I'm totally in love. I have a great sex life with somebody. I know that if I just go and hook up with some waitress in Des Moines, it's going to not be great anyway. Like it's most likely. What do you mean it's not going to be well, great? Well, just like I said before. Oh, the like, experience itself yeah, is going to be Yeah, like bad? it's going to be fine, but I'm not going to, like I know I'm going to feel terrible totally. afterwards. I know it, even during the process, chances are it's not going to be like as great as it was yeah. with the girl that I'm in love with. I think the right. thing that's more addicting for people is the process of like, of falling in love with somebody over and over again mm-hmm. i think like like going through that honeymoon phase over yeah. and over again if the waitress in des moines was like someone you really connected with uh-huh. then how would you handle like someone that yeah, you're like guess, Fuck, this might be great sex yeah 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 but i, I just from a feeling that is exactly the same as the way you felt about whatever girl you're with like you can I have that, that with multiple people and then uh, what do yeah. you do uh yeah, I just think the chances, it's just not likely that that's going to happen. But I, the possibility is there. It happens all the time, Phil. Really? We're, yes, of course. No, but we're, we're not. When I'm, if I made, of all the people that, uh, that I've slept with, there, there's like the category of people where it was like, it was fine. But it wasn't like, oh my God, that's worth 
sacrificing this huge thing for. What is, about all the girls you've loved? Let's say that. Yeah. Isn't there a chance that you could have maybe met two of those girls in the same time oh, period? Yeah. Oh, oh, absolutely. Then absolutely. There you go. Absolutely. But that's ne it's never that's that has never happened before though well, for me. Well, it going to happen. Really? It going to happen. And what you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'll definitely discuss it uh I'm sure I'll discuss it with you. Maybe not on air. But yeah, I will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. I feel good about this. John, thanks for um weighing in. Yeah. Thanks, John. Yeah, no, it's an interesting topic. And thanks for washing those glasses. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for really. Oh, yeah, they're clean. And getting yeah. Phil some serious a water. time and care to that. You're yeah. a great man. Thank we you. love you, John. We love you. Producer you John. Um, all right. I think we're all good with this episode. Okay. Guys, thanks no for listening. Um, no, we didn't get to them, and it's not going to happen. Next time. Next, Next time. time we're going to get to your calls, we think. Let me just sum up real quickly and say that you can always call into the podcast. We are, we have a, a, a big bank for you to leave your, your questions at 347-467-1240. 347-467-1240. Phil, do you have any appearances? Uh, you, you know what I would like to plug? Because I have so few Twitter followers, I'd like to plug my uh Twitter. Pull out your phone handle. right now and yeah, follow. At Phil M. Hanley, H-A-N-L-E-Y. What's the M for, Michael? Uh, Martin. Martin, okay. And you're going to be at the Punchline in San Francisco September 24th through 28th. Nikki Glazer, at Nikki Glazer on Twitter. And by the way, yes. check out our Instagram. We were talking about your fantastic photography. Yeah. If you dig way deep, there are some fantastic Yeah, lately Nikki I've just Glazer been posting photos. more jokes. But uh, I will be at the Venetian Las Vegas on September 27th. Uh, Denver, uh, the Oriental, Oriental Theater, October 1st. And in D.C. at the Arlington Draft House, October 3rd through 4th. Check it out. And I will be appearing with my pal Greg Barrett and his band, The King Sweater, at uh, the Shrine in Harlem on September, I'm sorry, October, God damn it, I keep getting this wrong. 16th. 13th, October 13th, and then December 13th is a holiday show in Brooklyn at Union Hall, and Miss Nikki Glazer is going to be doing her fine comedy stylings Guys, on that show as Guys, well. thank you for listening, as always, and uh, all right. Thanks, See you next guys. time. Bye. Bye-bye.